Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Survivor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're good. We're going. We are recording. And uh, what a night we had. We are recording today, St. Patrick's Day, March 17th, Thursday, after episode two of season 42 of uh, that, the wonderful show Survivor. Yeah, it was the uh, night from hell last night. We had a bit of a night from hell. So we can uh, tell this story quickly off the top. We are um, cable cutters. We don't have cable. I wish nights like last night, I wish we did. Uh, The live stream was not working. We were watching an illegal live stream. And I don't think you want to admit that. Okay. Well, now I'm. It's convinced me to 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 uncut the cable. Uncut the cable. Mm-hmm. Well, uncut the gems. Um, the, you have Paramount Plus. The, here's the thing. Okay, we wouldn't be in a problem right now if Paramount Plus just did its job and did a live of Survivor mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. live of just the prime time. Yes, CBS prime time. I agree. I'm sure it's... I mean, we are in Canada, but so it's a little more difficult. Um, I may just, in the future, just try and have it so I can watch, like have a cable account where I can get the... Anyway, the live streams weren't working <laughs> last night. It was taking us forever to find a stream, forever to um, get to to watch this fucking show that we love, and we were stressed out about it and uh you know we were hanging out we were having some fun we watched big brother blah 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 but mimi was with us my girlfriend and unfortunately it took so long to get a stream she passed away <laughs> she uh <laughs> she she was gonna come and record and you know but she works in the morning and at a certain point she was like i'm gonna take an uber home and she and i live together and uh about 10 minutes into we finally found a, a way to watch the episode from last night she calls me or texts me and says i i don't have my key i left my key in it's in the house so i had to leave and and this was the, the episode was not finished <laughs> and you want to hear the the worst part about that is like it's okay this is i i will say this is very uncharacteristic of my girlfriend She's all typically the more uh, less forgetful of the two of us and more organized and blah blah blah, right? But here's the here's the worst part. Right before I left was the scene where Strunk is talking about voting out Mike Turner, my guy. I didn't watch the end to the, the end of the challenge. I'm driving home just thinking Mike's gonna get. I'm so disappointed about the whole night. You were I know I had on to pins wake up needles. I know, and I, and I knew I had to wake up early. To today to come here and you know all this stuff and it was just like oh this it was a piling on him like and on top of all this Mike's getting Brad Reist like I'm just gonna be heartbroken as I go to sleep so it, the silver lining to it all is that Mike's team didn't even go to tribal council yeah yeah I think and that must have been a relief for you a huge relief huge relief put me in such a better mood um and last night, and I think this is what Chris was talking about, but when we were not watching the episode, Chris messaged me and goes, the CBS editor's at it again. So I think he was talking about how it seemed like Green was going, t- Taku was going to tribal council. Right. And they, you know, it was, it didn't end up being them. A little saucy. Or Vati. Taku went to tribal council. Yes. Vati didn't. Yes. Um... Yes, so uh, w- what we have here is a a typical episode of Survivor, I think. I think it's a good early episode of Survivor, not n- nothing too crazy. Um but it is it's it's interesting seeing uh two vote outs, two shot in the darks be played. 
like I said uh, last week, I think that last season was building us up for Shot in the Dark to be an actual thing. It's just uh, all all Shot in the Darks. Every, Oops, all Shot in the Darks. Oops, all on all unanimous votes. <laughs> Every vote out is going to be unanimous. All of them will be. It's it's funny too because it makes Zach's less special <laughs> <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Um, but we did have a little special moment for Zach in this because we found out that the our hero, the Ajax assassin, mm-hmm. Marianne, has a huge crush on Zach. And I was thinking that Marianne would say that she also had a crush on Pennywise. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> you would almost think we'd be done with that. Uh, well, well, we're not done with Horians. Um, uh, um Horror movies because Marianne is uh, Jack Torrance. Yeah. Hacking up that bamboo. Here's Marianne. I love that we got a lot more of that tribe and we got the Jonathan and Omar. Jonathan had a great look this t- this week. Yeah. 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 I mean, everyone on that tribe really did and they're really coming together. It, it sucked to see Mariah go. We heard her, um, her t- story mm-hmm. as well. And... It, it was just one of those things. Like, I mean, everyone on that tribe was interesting in their own way, and I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of Mariah, but at the end of the day, the mm-hmm. people that were left with, Lindsay, Jonathan, Marianne, and Omar, I'm I'm digging. I'm digging a little bit more. I would say we have at, late, at least one episode like this in the pre-merge, especially these smaller tribe uh, seasons where they're all just kind of, yeah, I guess we're going to have to vote out someone we like, you know, shrugging their shoulders, being like, you know, very sad about it. We remember when Dan Fuego was voted out of season 12, Panama. <laughs> yeah. And, and Jeff Probst billed it as the most shocking tribal council. <laughs> Do you think this one was shocking for Jeff? Um, more. Jeff was playing matchmaker. Jeff was, he was being like, kind of like a Steve Wilk. Cox or Jerry Springer type. Yeah. He was he was he was um pulling up his roots from the Jeff Prope show. Do you think we could see Marianne and Zach as a team on an amazing race to really build this relationship? Hey, I would I wouldn't that Zach is a fame hungry little teenager, so I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> hungry little teenager. Um it seemed like uh from what we were seeing on this tribe uh, that Mariah did seem to be on the outs a little bit. It, um, Omar mentioned that uh, he really liked Mariah and that they had a relationship. So you sure you're saying Mariah was on the outs or Mar- Marianne was on the outs? Uh, Mariah. Mariah. Yeah, Mar- Mariah is sort of was like the 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 older woman who, you know, I think maybe she assumed the mom role too quickly before assuming the kind of like the... The equal role, you know, we see that happen a lot. Where, but it, we see it subversed a lot. Like Tiffany last season was not a mom to those people, even though being mom age, she was more of a um, an equal and a friend to like Evie and, yeah. and Liana and stuff. Um, but uh, I think that's the role that Mariah had up to. Like I knew that Mariah was going home when. Uh, Marianne was going on a rant about her crush on Zach, and we cut to Mariah rolling her eyes. And if I, the editors so clearly like Marianne, and in that moment we're showing we're we're making us not like Mariah by showing her, her roll her <laughs> eyes at her, like they're showing her. Well, she doesn't like her, and then we're like, hey, leave Marianne alone, and then she gets, you know, yeah. I think out. I think uh, that we saw. Omar fighting for Mariah a little bit more, but Jonathan and Marianne clearly had like a little bit of a relationship, and mm-hmm. Jonathan and Lindsay seemed pretty attached at the hip too. Lindsay so, seemed to be the one that was most attached to Mar- Mariah, though. You think so? Well, the, she was the one that had a confessional, being like, uh, "I like Mariah." Yeah, um, like she, she, she seemed to be more of like the the closely aligned with Mariah, which is my theory would be... It, it, uh, there might be not as many context clues as I'm, I maybe am dreaming of, but uh, uh, 
My theory is the same as last week. We think that Romeo told Zach to play a shot in the dark. I think Lindsay told Mariah to play her shot in the dark. You don't think it was Omar? No, I don't think it was Omar. Really? I, I think I think Omar and Jonathan are are the decision makers on this tribe, and they ultimately decided to go with Mariah, and I think Lindsay told Mariah. Interesting. I, I kind of see it that Jonathan and Lindsay are stronger uh, together than Omar and Jonathan. I, I thought we got a, a huge, uh, huge. I, I watched uh, all of it over again when I got home last night. Yeah. And uh, I get, we got a huge package on the Jonathan and Omar well, relationship. I, I know that that's, that's what and they And we got a lot us. of stuff of them talking strategy. I, yeah. I know that's what they showed us, but um, Jonathan had a confessional too where he said that. Um, him and Lindsay are like uh, but, really tight number ones. But he also said that like um, Omar is all the things that he's not. Yeah, you the, know what I mean. And like I think Lindsay and him are tight because they're more similar. Yeah. So Omar and so Jonathan. Omar's are, not Jonathan's number one because together they're going to win the game. But they're they're going to morph like uh, dead like, ringers, uh, Dragon Ball Z. You're right. Okay. <laughs> nice. And then, so Lindsay and Jonathan are going to be the final two, or uh, or Jomar, Jamarathan, yeah, Jamarathan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it, I was happy to see Marianne stay. Is I think both of our consensus here because Marianne is very joyful, is very funny. <laughs> I was also thinking, like, what if, like, the reason they didn't vote Marianne out second because they were like. People at home are going to be so fucking pissed at us if we do this. I I think that it seemed like Jonathan really liked Marianne a lot more than everyone else. Like, Omar wanted to keep Mariah. We saw in a confessional. Uh, I, I think Jonathan really wanted to keep Marianne. I think if it's I, the confessional you're talking about, I, I felt like that confessional was a lot of, like, pieces t- piece together stuff where he was like, I love Marianne, and... And I think it when he was the way he was saying I love Marianne was seemed to be on the heels of we're going to vote her out, but then it was like cut with like a but we may have to, so we may have to keep her like you know like this like kind of waffling. I just feel, I feel like the the decision for this vote was thought of uh, more concretely than we saw. Like it wasn't it wasn't either or. I I think the writing was on the wall for, probably for Mariah. Yeah, I I think that what it came down to was that um, it felt like to me anyways watching that Mariah wasn't talking strategy as much as Marianne was talking strategy for them, which made it more unpredictable come like a merge or a swap if Mariah would stay with them or not. Whereas Marianne, since she's talking strategy to them, seemed like more of a... Marianne seemed like... I don't think she should talk as uh, strategically like she does at those tribal councils being like talking about all the 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 shots in the dark and all the percentages and all that stuff that was i was like thinking marianne i don't know try and put the kibosh on that you know (laughs) like you're giving you're giving it away you know yeah um well, I, I don't think she's going to win. I'm per, um, unfortunately, I think she's painting too much of a target on her back. No, and and Marianne also has. Um, everyone is viewing her as very young, naive, energetic, and that's never someone that wins. No, yeah, maybe she does make it to the end. Then, <laughs> yeah, I Marianne might make it to the end, but she's not the type of person that someone's going to vote for now because of that. Who knows? Young. Who knows? Maybe, maybe she'll have the Fabio. Yeah, it, it's true. It didn't work. She for is quite likable. It didn't work for Xander. He got viewed kind of in that similar fashion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but maybe... What do you think about this? A hundred percent of the boys that Marianne has liked rejected her. One hundred percent of the boys Mm -hmm. that Marianne has liked rejected her. I mean, Marianne... I think that's about to change now that she's a semi-celebrity. Yeah, Marianne is uh, beautiful. She's funny. She's, She's the total package. She's a catch. She is a catch. So boys, stop it! Stop waffling, and buy the buy, you know, stop waffling and 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 ask her out. Yeah, we're sick of this. Yeah. 
Um, let's look at the other tribes here and what we kind of got. I, I, I just want to say that was a funny moment on the mat where they were all talking about Zach and uh, even High turns to his tribe and goes, she's so cute. <laughs> um, well, let's talk about High's tribe here. Vati. Uh, yes, High forced to go against his veganism. Yeah. Um, that was kind survive. of... survive. Yeah, that was kind of the first moment where I started having, like, doubts in High's uh, winning. Why? But then, when he ate the meat, I was like, oh, man, High's winning this. <laughs> yeah. Well, Shan, last season, um, she... Um, was vegan, and I think she kept up her veganism the whole time. And we saw her slowly deteriorate. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm i trying to think of... Because this has happened before, right? Many vegans have been on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not... Well, a good amount of vegans have been on right. the show. And a lot I, of it... I mean, the, I remember very early on, vegetarianism was a big thing on the show. And I'm And sure usually the vegetarian was the villain. <laughs> the Kimmy Kimmy whatever her name is. Yeah. I'm sure that this has happened a lot where uh vegans or vegetarians eat meat on the show. Mm-hmm. But they didn't show it. Do you remember uh Erica told us in our deep dive with her that um the uh, chicken and veggies reward it was a it was either chicken and veggies or cake and cookies, but Xander was on her reward tribe, and Xander was very, very keto or, or paleo, so he couldn't eat anything except meat. <laughs> so he, that's why they got the chicken and veggies. But you, that's what you would want, too. I And I told Erica that. That's what you want, Erica. You just want eating. You just want chicken. Yeah. Well, you want, I mean, you want the veggies, too. Well, no, the chicken and veggies is what you want. You don't want cake and cookies. But paleo, do you eat vegetables in yeah, the paleo diet? Yeah. Yeah, you just don't... You're like, you wouldn't want cake and cookies. I don't know why you would choose... Like, I would imagine that if I'm sitting on an island... Mm-hmm. Imagine me shirtless on the beach right now. Oh, yeah. I feel like I have to pay for this imagine this this image. And should be you should you should create an account. <laughs> I'm a little bit Aussie. I'm a little bit parched right now. Imagine mm-hmm. me shirtless and parched, mm-hmm. so my uh, muscles are bulging from dehydration, mm-hmm. just like Hugh Jackman. Right? Yeah, yeah. And huge jacked man. Huge jacked man. And someone brings over a slice of cake as my reward, and I eat that cake. You're kind of dehydrated. I feel like immediately you start yeah. Feeling it in your mouth. You, you need a glass of milk. Yeah, you need something. I, you just, you wouldn't feel good. And that taste of, like, chocolate on a dehydrated mouth isn't going to be good. Like, le- And it's going to be stuck to your mouth. You haven't had sugar in 23 days. I don't need sh- sugar. Water. Water. Sugar. More. <laughs> I'm not D'Onofrio. Hmm, you could have fooled me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought I was podcasting with D'Onofrio this whole time. Yeah, as soon as you pictured me shirtless, you were picturing do you think, D'Onofrio. Do you think the average Survivor fan that listens to this podcast understands the Men in Black references going on right now? <laughs> well, if they... If we're this, big nerds. We like nerdy movies like Men in Black. If, you, if this is your first episode of Merge Boot you've ever listened to... Uh, and you don't like the Men in Black references, turn it off now, because this is a week-to-week. Don't week. tell people to turn it off. <laughs> this is a week-to-week thing, baby. Um, Wait until we get to those little Speaking slugs. of which, you got to listen to the the Will Smith screen drafts. Well, leave that till... After, yeah, that's, 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 that's a, a conversation that we had off mic. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I forgot that we didn't talk about that on mic. Sorry, listeners. Anyway, we have Omar. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the rest of Vati here. So Well, so, yeah, we're, we were talking about how high breaking is veganism, which seemed quite painful for him. And uh, they 
and before that, we see Chanel and Jenny find this crab and have a lot of trouble with the crab. We saw a lot of the crab. Fighting with the crab. Yeah, fighting with my crab. Yeah, five. What is this? Whole minutes. Dwayne The Rock Johnson and, and Florence Pugh fighting with my crab. <laughs> have you seen that movie? No. Oh. Fighting with my crably? Yeah. <laughs> the. <laughs> yeah, I, they had a lot of trouble. It was. I mean, how do you catch a crab? Oh, we need to get Chris Hansen in here. Yeah. To catch a crab. <laughs> you know Chris Hansen's on uh, Cameo? Really? And he does, if you get him to do a Cameo, mm-hmm. he does every one like he's talking to the Predator. I don't, wouldn't like that. <laughs> I would love. What are his lines? He says, so, until you, you brought some beers there. I guess you, you were you just gonna have those for yourself or <laughs> something like that. I would love to get that for you for your birthday to post on your wall. No <laughs> specific details about my life. Yeah, give them all the details, all the dirty deets. So sh- was it Chanel that was saying uh, that she did not? She was expecting someone to step up as the provider of the tribe, mm-hmm. but she is. Seeing herself fall into that role. Yeah, I mean, like... Because Mike's too busy looking for an idol that he already found. Yeah. (laughs) Even on the next time on, he loses it again. (laughs) My idol's missing, man. (laughs) (laughs) He's lost it three times. He's got to fight this idol over and over again. There's a Y in the road. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, it's bad enough that you have to look for idols, but then you have to look for idols you've already found? We've never thought about this portion of the game, losing your idol once you have it. I did think about it a couple, once or twice, where I see people hiding them. Like, they better remember where they fucking hid that. And they can't, like, put a little flag there. People will see the flag, you know. Mike's lost it twice. Just keep it on you at this point. Like, (laughs) Mike just... I know. He's told so many people by now. Everybody knows. Yeah. (laughs) Well... That That was honestly disappointing to me when he told two people out of the gate. And I was like, no... Well, he only, uh, he only told Strunk, but Strunk sh- told Chanel. He told Jenny, too. Oh, he told Jenny, too. Mm-hmm. So Strunk and Chanel seem to be running this tribe more. more they so. seem to be the Shan and Ricard of it, yes. Yeah. Or the uh, Deshaun and Danny, if you will. Yeah. But so. I, I at this point... Do we think Vati's going to tribal council? I don't even know. Like, well, I mean, Taku is. I mean, Mariah's cost them some challenges. We've seen Mariah cost them challenges. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We did. So now, I was actually surprised. You know, with that challenge, we'll get back into Taku. Uh, but I just want to mention this one quickly: is with that challenge, I was surprised that Jonathan was the caller for it. I think it's probably just because he has the most, the biggest voice. He did a good job, though. Yeah, like, yeah. They came in last, but I don't think it was his fault. He they, got it, them oh, there it was, first. It was like, all three of them, it was, I, I watched that challenge twice, mm-hmm. and it was like, um, it, it, seconds. Yeah. Each puzzle was finished seconds within each other. He got them there first to start the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um. Th- yeah. But yeah. He's also just probably not too much of a puzzle guy, which he admitted in the first episode with the triangle thing. That that was why I was a little bit surprised. Um. But yes. But I was thinking Lydia being the the caller is probably because she has that acting training. Yeah. Um. The big theater voice. And, and people don't know in acting school they teach it to project your voice without straining it. So I mean, it, I honestly. Good for her. And she's a comedian. She's not a comedian. Um, pretty funny. She didn't say anywhere that she is a comedian. She said one of her hobbies was comedy or comedy writing or something. Doesn't and make her a comedian. her hero's Kristen Wiig. She's a comedic actress. She's a comedian, sketch comedian. Yeah, yeah, but not these days she's more of a comedic actress. She started as a comedian. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, so with this tribe, it seems like we got strunk... And Chanel at the forefront, 
Um, mm-hmm. We have to assume Lydia's on the outs. We don't really know. We didn't see from her. We didn't see from her. So. Well, if it's, but High is also on that tribe. High's on that tribe. But Maybe he's he's. I like. I'm I'm liking High right now. I honestly am. If 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 Strunk and, and Chanel are putting them uh, themselves in front as these strategic masterminds, you just you just know like it, on Survivor, people like that don't don't have longevity anymore, especially if they're starting this early. I don't see this tribe going uh, to tribal council enough to get to high anyways. I think, exactly. I think that we have like Lydia, Mike and Jenny might be closer to being the first ones out. Yeah. Unfortunately, I do think Mike is, is going out if they go, because I, I do, I like, I, I, as much as I love Mike and uh, I don't want to see him go and I'll, I might, Throw a hissy fit uh, if he leaves, but uh, Strunk, his um, strategy here is is interesting, of not wanting to activate the idols mm-hmm. by telling Mike not to say the phrase or voting out Mike. But the the thing about voting out Mike though is that someone else can find it after that. Yeah. So I mean. It seems like the big debate right now with Strunk and Chanel are, do we keep Mike to have this power in our pocket, basically? Mm -hmm. Or do we just get rid of him to take the power out from everyone completely? I think, I mean, (laughs) Mike showing himself not to be a strategic mastermind and, like, agreeing to Strunk, yeah, I won't say the soccer thing at Tribal Council, is, like... Not tribal council on the mat, and it's no problem for Mike either because he hates soccer. Yeah, he hates soccer and uh, yeah refuses to say the phrase. But uh, he did say he would say it. But <laughs> I mean, Daniel saying don't say it. Mike saying okay, that should be an indicator to Daniel being like, oh, Mike is probably an easy guy to work with. Yeah, if if not for being, you know, it, it maybe not be. so smart. Still my winner pick though. Not changing it up. Mike, even after Mike gets voted out, he's my mooner pick. Uh, I'm going to vote for the guy that lost his idol 40 times. <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of all we got from that tribe, though, basically, which was a lot of content. It was just a lot about Mike finding an idol, losing an idol, uh, and all of that noise, and then the high uh, veganism. So let's talk about Ika, which we got more towards the start, where we have... Um, we got some good Tory content, and then we had Drea trying to form a women's alliance, which then mm-hmm. uh, Swathi immediately wanted to vote out Drea. Yes. Which, I'm trying to think if they even have the fucking numbers to do that, though. Like, who are they going to ask? Is it Romeo? Is Romeo going to vote out Drea? Because Roxroy is not going to vote out Drea. No, Roxroy might. Why? Because he was working with uh, Swathi and Romeo, too. We'll see. I mean, we didn't get Roshroy's perspective. I mean, so don't actually know. Swathi and Tori, especially, like, I think Tori's just in the middle of all this at this point. But I, think, I, I think what we're not seeing is Tori's probably still on the bottom there. We, we could be seeing that. Yeah. Well, no, because Drea doesn't want to eliminate her. Drea wants to take out Roxroy. Drea wants to take out. Well, I guess yeah. She's if, if, in if, her women's alliances. Roxroy is maybe her target. Yeah. If Swathi tells Roxroy and Romeo, "Hey, Drea's trying to vote you guys out," then they'll vote out Drea. Roxroy really took a hit to his 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 balls. He took it. You got to watch your balls. You got to protect your balls. Protect your balls, Roxroy. And then it looks like Roxroy is about to drown next week. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too, and I was like, uh oh, yeah. Roxroy, I wouldn't be surprised to see the next one out. I'm honestly, this tribe is a bit of a disaster. Romeo's going to regret taking out Zach, I think. Maybe. Well, I mean, it, it, I don't think it was his choice in the end. He 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 expressed regret for it, though. He did express, like, I, I was heartbroken to see him go because of the hashtag Skinny Guys Alliance. Well, it By was... the way, that hashtag didn't really work out. <laughs> I didn't see it trending, Romeo. I'm sorry. Uh, you didn't see it trending? No, I did not see the hashtag Skinny Guys Alliance. I think 
that it was, yeah, it was Romeo's decision because he switched Drea from voting out Roxroy in the first episode. I, 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 I think he was trying to get Tori out, though. No, no, but I think that he should have got out Drea because now Drea wants to take him and Roxroy out. But it wasn't his choice last week. But if he just told Drea, yeah, you're right. We, this is the same conversation we had last no, week where I'm but, like, I, Romeo wasn't going for Zach when he convinced Drea not to get out Roxroy. Yeah, I'm he not was, saying His that. target was Tori. I'm not saying that, though. I'm saying if Romeo would have just agreed to Drea to take out Roxroy, then it would have been better for him to have Zach. So in that, but he didn't know that it was going to be Zach. He, he, he thought the target was Tori. I know, but that's going to be the regret. I'm not saying that. We're saying two different things, but we're saying... So he should have just gone along with the Roxroy. But, Ro- but Roxroy is like the challenge guy. They wanted to keep the big guy around. No, because Roxroy's been blowing it at the challenge. We'll see. He he hit himself in the balls. And the week before, he wasn't even pushing the thing. Trey and Tori said they were the only ones doing it. So we'll see. If Roxroy fucks it up for them next week, then maybe they just take out Roxroy and Romeo can stop regretting his Zach. It's his, his that little conversation snafu with Drea last week. Roxroy's just a bigger guy. Like Tori and Drea are the challenge beasts of that tribe. Tori? Yeah. Tori's the one that ran to um, catch them up in the very first challenge. But mm, uh, Swathi was, is an is a army. Swathi hasn't really participated. She's army. Yeah, so, but t- Tori and Dre are both CrossFit. Or, or no, uh, Tori's CrossFit and Dre is cross-country. Right. Uh, and Tori has the um, spirit of Jesus Helping her along as well. Yeah, well, if you want to hear or have any questions about Jesus, ask Jonathan. Yes, exactly. (laughs) If you have any questions about Christianity. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did like the... Fuck, we keep on going back to Taku because they had the best content, but I did like the uh, Muslim uh, moment with Omar, too, and Marianne making Mm -hmm. um, that form out of the palm fronds Mm -hmm. and everything. And everyone just coming to... Like, that tribe is so... Nice to watch because, once again, it's just so friendly. Everyone's so supportive towards each other. Mm-hmm. They don't care about the differences and everything. Like like we saw, like uh, Lindsay said that she's Jewish, uh, Christian, uh, Muslim. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just getting together there. Like, they don't... Mm-hmm. And we had the stuff with Jackson last week on that tribe, too. Yeah, like that. Everyone has... I like how, it, how, he, how he phrased it as, like, I might, I'll be praying. I'm not looking for idols. Well, I think that they want it to be in case, because if you, like, for example, I mean, I don't know how much Jonathan knows about anything, but he's from Alabama, and that has its own, you know, stereotype. Mm -hmm. But if um, a guy that hasn't seen that praying before would be like, is he fucking digging in the sand over there or something? Like, uh, who knows what he's thinking? Yeah. And um, Lindsay's Jewish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I noticed Mariah didn't say anything in that moment. No. I know them. Didn't Marianne say that she was Christian last week, though, too? I think Marianne might have. Okay, so Jonathan and, and Marianne have that connection. Yeah. I, I I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast, but I've I've got the vibe from a lot of like exit press and, and interviews of past survivors is that uh, religion and Christianity and stuff is often a big thing on the island. Yeah, I, I think that people, um, especially when they're like hungry and like upset or sad or whatever, they that's when, especially if you believe in religion, if you're a religious person, then that's when you turn to your gods or whatever. Um, so la- last imagine. season, at least with Shan, and I heard that that a lot of her bonds with people was from her being a pastor and them talking about. The sacred text, I suppose. <laughs> there, there were their sacred texts and their higher being and all that. I mean, we've seen it. They don't show it as much as they used to, but we've seen it openly in all past seasons. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, uh, it's coach. It's a big thing. The original. Well, yeah, coach. The original Jonathan. 
Uh, the original Jonathan. No, well, uh, it was funny on Big Brother Canada this week. There was like that classic. I believe in like a higher being, but I don't know if it's God, like in like the traditional sense. You know, I don't see like a guy with a big beard. You know, like in the sky. And it's just like okay, you're not being very <laughs> profound right now. <laughs> it's, it's I had that conversation when I was 14 years old. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The, um, I think the original season or season for like the big religions, Marquesas, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it was big in Australia as well with Tina and some of the people on the island there too. Um, but yeah, as far as the three tribes go right now, I think that and there was that religious guy in season one who was who was like Omar, uh, abstaining from sex before marriage, and he had a crush on Kelly Wigglesworth. Mm-mm. You remember? No. Do you remember? No. No. Okay, go ahead. So, three tribes. I think that out of the three... Hunger was a big thing in today's episode. Hunger. Tori was expressing... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you were saying... Yes. Ika is the most unpredictable as far as votes go for the future. Right. Um, Taku, we can guess that Marianne's kind of like the next to go on the outs. Mm-hmm. And Vati, we can kind of see that Mike, um, mm-hmm. if not like a wild card, like a Lydia or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yes, hunger. And I think I think Tori's on the bottom, Anika. I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, yeah, we'll see. I think Drea. I think Drea's target is Rocks Roy Swathi's target. Obviously, is Drea. We don't know where Romeo's head at, head is at, and I think he'll be in the middle. Yeah. So the names coming up aren't Tori though. So like that's what makes me think that she's just since she's well, no, that first uh, Tori's one. name did come up when Rocks Roy and Drea talked about it. So Dr- Rocks Roy's talking about Tori. Drea is talking about Rocks Roy, and uh, Swathi's talking about Drea. And we don't we we all we saw from Romeo was him his discussion of the failed hashtag hashtag skinny guys. It seems to me that Roxroy's behind the times here and he's gonna be going. Yeah. Could be. Um we also I mean Tori was lamenting that she didn't get voted out instead of Zach. Yeah. Tori's gonna be a thrill this season. Yeah. I I want the he's in comfort and he's I mean, I thought you wanted to be here, Tori. I thought you were excited to be on Survivor. Why are you? She's the Angelina this season. She's lasting yeah, but, all the way. But it, but Angelina seemed never expressed that she didn't want to be there. No, but for she's Tori's not saying it to people. She's saying it in confessions. I I she did say like, is anybody like almost passing out from the hunger? And then we see this like shot of Dre being like, it's only gonna get worse. There's more days to come. Yeah, but they hey they won. Did they no? Sorry, Vati won the big sort of uh, fishing gear, mm-hmm. and then Ika won. Ika won a little bit. Yeah, but who's gonna go fishing for them? Um, Roxroy. It's not going to be Roxroy. He almost drowns the next episode. We didn't. We don't know that. Romeo. Yeah, he's going under the water and he cuts back up and he goes, "I need help." Well, maybe he's talking to his tribe. Uh, maybe I need help lifting this. But then they stop the challenge. We know that. Well, we don't know that. We we just yeah. say this is unprecedented. Maybe he's talking about like a twist. Uh, I, all I'm saying is I don't give too much. To the um, next time on, because last week the next time on was only content about the the, the tribes that didn't go to tribal council. Yeah, I know it's a twist. Um, uh, so yeah, so Tori is obsessed with hunger. Obviously, hunger is what drew Romeo um, to not Romeo high into uh, breaking his veganism, uh, breaking edge, if you will, and. Um, and of course, right before the "Here's Marianne" segment, we get Lindsay saying, talking about how hungry she is. And don't forget that Jonathan was helping Omar get into coconuts. Yes, and we also see Romeo trying to drink a coconut, and it goes all over the floor. Are you excited about? Which the... was funny to me. <laughs> I don't know if it was funny to you. It wasn't. Really. I thought it, I thought it was some good Survivor B roll. I'm like, that's a pretty classic Survivor B roll. Somebody trying to drink a coconut and going all over their chin. 
Uh, <laughs> I bet the camera guy was like, fuck, yes, I can't believe I shot that. Are you excited about the meat shield and brain shield? It's a good idea. I don't understand what brain shield means. Well, it's the same as a meat shield. I feel like a skull is, you already have a brain shield. It's called a skull. <laughs> well, because Omar's the brains. Yes. So everyone's going to be going for him if they're going for someone strategic. Uh-huh. So Jonathan's using him as a shield, but um, Omar's using Jonathan as a shield as far as if they're like, well, Jonathan's not going to stop winning challenges. Mm-hmm. I know. It's a, it's a, it's a clever allyship. Then good for them, and if they have, if they if they can make it work with uh, without having to vote out Lindsay or Marianne, I think the four of them can can be a strong foursome going into a merge. Yeah, especially I could see Lindsay, Jonathan, and Omar really. That three could really make it through this. Yeah, I I mean I I hope that Marianne. Stays because I like her. Oh yeah, I I mean yes, we all love Marianne Joel, but we have to be realistic at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, it, uh, yeah, I, I think they they would be a good three to go to go to move ahead together. Um, but like, I'm trying to think. So, how many people got out before the merge last season? We had one. Uh, Voce was the third, and then. Brad Reese and then Jeannie, Jeannie mm-hmm. after Brad Reese was there any was that there was um, there was two on uh, oh and, and JD and JD JD so six and no and the uh, the guy that Abraham yeah yeah I, I said I said Voce was I skipped ahead I skipped oh. ahead Sarah and Abraham I said Voce was third then Brad Reese then JD then Jeannie so it was six so we've had three so far. So, the ones that would be least heartbroken to see go right now would be Roxroy, um, I don't even know, Jenny, maybe, I don't know, just trying to think, who, like, who, uh, or Lindsay, I'm not, I mean, Lindsay's cool, and then she's on my team, I guess I should be cheering for her, but, yeah. We haven't got the most Lindsay content, which makes no. me think that she might go deep. Okay. Maybe. Um, but I I do like Lindsay from what we've seen. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I could see Mike and Jenny getting taken out here. Um, although they do have the advantage. I mean, Taku, I think, is pretty strong now that they're only four. Like, the less people there are benefits Jonathan more for being able to carry the tribe to wins. I wonder what they would do if... I, I mean, now that we know that Omar's meat shield strategy is in place, but uh, if they were, like, the last... The writing was on the wall. They're not going to have a swap. Burgess soon. Um, if they were the last vote out before the merge, if they would be like, you know what, let's just get out Jonathan now. Oh, right. Yeah. To, like, make it so they don't have to, like, compete with him in challenges going forward. But uh, we know Omar's meat strategy, shield strategy, and if they're they're a strong two, I I doubt we would have seen this content if they're going to turn on each other that early. No. Well, we'll see. That would be be my strategy if I were to go to... Uh, tribal council that close to emerge was to get out somebody that was going to be competition for me going forward. If I was Omar or if I was Jonathan, the same for both. It's essentially like if they made it to the final two, then it would essentially be like the Aussie Yule, you know, in a way. The Aussie Yule. So that sounds like an event. Come, come one, come out to this year's Aussie Yule. The annual Aussie Yule. Uh. <laughs> so I'm thinking that if... Doesn't that sound like that? Yes, it does. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking that if they made it to the end, right, then they would be able to gauge the whether... Aussie Yule, Becky, and Sandra. Whether or not they have to take each other out because they can see what 
the jury is kind of valuing more if they're valuing challenge wins or if they're valuing strategy, mm-hmm. which typically in today's society or today's survivor society, today's society, well, survivor is a microcosm of society. That's so. true. And they value strategy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for Omar, he probably doesn't need to take out Jonathan and Jonathan. Usually people that are good at challenges think that that's enough to win. Yeah. Sure. So, really, going to the finals together wouldn't be a problem. No. No. I mean, but who knows? If Jonathan is, like, really likable and winning challenges and has friends with everybody, then Omar might have to be like, oh, I better take him out. Because, you know. And they could just be splitting votes, too. Yeah. But but John- we're not even at the... Mer- we're, we're talking as if Omar and Jonathan are locks. They've already won this. <laughs> yeah. But but I'm I'm thinking here like the strategic masterminds of Survivor now are completely different than they used to be. Like we have these nerdy guys that are like leading the gang, like Omar, Romeo, and Zach, Zach. <laughs> you know, like and and Daniel Strunk is like a, a strategic powerhead right now instead of like under the radar. You know, it's interesting. Um, do you think that was p- picked up on Mike? <laughs> Just for the listeners, it went completely silent because Joel stopped everything, farted, and then <laughs> just stared me down. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. Stared me down into submission. No, he's making that up. <laughs> I don't know why. He's... You probably caught it on Mike. Um,. Yeah, I don't know. Ooh, I just saw on the Wikipedia here that Swathi's last name is Goal. G-O-E-L. That's close to something. Goal? Yeah, what's that close to? Goal? No. Joel. Oh, Joel. It's one letter off of my fucking name, dude. Isn't that cool? No, that's not really that cool. Joel gets the goal. Well... Yeah, I think it's cool. I... It's if we're never going to have another Joel on this season, at least we can have a goal. Well, Joel, I mean, even though it's early in the morning this time, you seem to still be No, I should take a tired. nap. I should yeah. take a nap before I I go to work. Yeah, it, it is early. Uh, hello. Hey, Rupee, how's it going? Hey. Why did you why do you have like a sigh in your voice when I get here? Yeah. You're the one that cued me. I was waiting in the wings for you to tell Joel to take a nap. And then I get here and you're like, oh, hi, Rupert. It's almost obligation at this point, though. Oh, my God. I'm a survivor legend. You should be excited to have me on your podcast. Well, I was excited. You never thanked me for coming on. I was excited yesterday. I'm not sure if you were around for the podcast. I was waiting. You were waiting in the wings? Yeah, I had to leave my wonderful wife, Laura Boneham, alone so I could go and... Is there a kettle boiling or something? I don't even know. Uh, um, I, so I could go and podcast, and then I, you didn't even do it. So I had I slept over here on the sidewalk. Well, Rupi, the main thing, though, is that I was wearing a tie-dye shirt. Oh, I didn't see. Yeah, I was wearing a tie-dye shirt yesterday. Mm. And that's why I was more excited for you then... Oh, so now that you're wearing a striped shirt, I'm, like, not welcome? No, I'm more interested in this kind of striped sweater is more of a strunk thing. Yeah, you look like strunk or, I don't know, some preppy old... I'm trying to think of, like, some preppy that's been on the show. Well, list off more things that I look like. Uh, I don't know, you look like the Pepsi symbol. Blue with the stripe through it. Um... You look like uh, I, I. I'll describe the shirt. It's it's a it's sort of like a a, a cotton sweater sweatshirt that you might see uh, it's someone in the beaches of Toronto wearing. The beaches is everything okay over there? Well, Rupert, uh, you know we've been under attack in this place. What do you mean? Well, every that's a loaded s- phrase. <laughs> Here's the thing, Rupert. I'm thinking about. You and Tony seem to get into this apartment pretty easily. Yes. So I've installed some new security systems. Why? To keep us out? Yes. Is that why you sighed? Because well, I, I got my way through it? 
Well, yeah, I'm trying to. This isn't the best me segment, just so you know. I, usually, I come in guns a blazing, but I feel like you're the you're the one who has something to say right now. Well, I'm more I'm more so you know I'm more so worried if you two can get in all the time. Who knows who else is getting in here? Right. You're so, well, and I have a lot of shady friends too, and, and I and I have a big mouth too. And I, I heard that I heard, thought I heard the door front door open, so I was worried about that. You okay. Know? So I, I mean, it's just a whole security issue in this apartment. If you can get in, is what I'm saying. And not that I have a problem with you getting in, but who else? What do you mean? If I can get in, like I'm not good at picking locks. Do you think I'm bad at that? No, 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 you, no. Do you no. think I'm an inc- incompetent man? No, 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 no. But I did, I did notice, uh, Ruby, the door was unlocked. So I was worried that you picked the lock, left it open. That's exactly what happened, yeah. <laughs> well, who knows? That's how I get in. We could get a, a Dan Lembo could sneak in here. A Dan Lembo, yeah. You don't want a Dan, you don't want any of the Survivor Dans. Yeah, none of, we don't want, you don't know which Survivor Dan could sneak in here. And I, quite frankly, I don't want any of them. Best case scenario is Dan Fuego from Survivor Season 12. Has that come up this episode? <laughs> yeah, it actually did. Yeah, this is the most Dan Fuego content. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, we've talked, you've talked more about Dan Fuego on this episode than you did when you did an episode about Survivor Panama. I, I think that, my only saving grace is that if a Dan does come in here, the way to get rid of them is to fill their shoes with sand and throw them in the water. One of them in particular, yes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I'm speaking of which, I was in the middle of Lake Ontario today, and I did see some alligator shoes. Really? Yes. Yes. I, w- I wondered who they- whose they were. Because alligators are not in Lake Ontario unless something horribly wrong has happened. <laughs> you think that if an alligator dies, it just turns into shoes in the water? And by the way, if anyone's following from last week, me being in the middle of Lake Ontario this week does mean that I've relapsed on my old ways. <laughs> I am back doing weird things like living in the middle of Lake Ontario. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't get away from it. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I have a problem. I'm in, I'm in Lake Ontario Anonymous right now. Rupi, do you have any hot takes with this uh, season of Survivor so far? Mike's brilliant. <laughs> Mike is is a very smart player. I want to watch him. Uh, I think he can strategically mastermind his way to the end and win this thing. Could you see yourself losing an idol if you got one? Uh, well, I technically have never had an idol, but I did put a rock in my cargo shorts once. Yeah. Do you think Mike should just do that if he loses his? Just pretend he has one? Hey, that's my method, yes. Well, here's the brilliance of Mike. He can use this to his advantage now. Because he can tell people he lost it, and they'll believe him. But then what about the soccer thing? By the way, I love soccer. I don't know what Mike's saying. I... I got so mad when he said that soccer is not a real sport. Here's my question that we didn't have to think about at all. To activate the idol, do you need to have it on you? Do you need to know where it is? (laughs) I guess you have to check the fine print. (laughs) Um, I would say that you can probably activate it, but then you can't use it unless you have it. Yeah, so he can just activate it. Yes. And then they won't know, and they go, I lost it, and everyone will believe him. And then, but what's the statute of limitations? Like, are you able to find it and keep it if somebody else finds it? Are they, and it's activated, can it be theirs now? Right. Because I think the rules are you can't, you can find something in somebody's bag, but you can't take it. Yeah, I don't think you can take that either because it's already been opened. Right. So. Okay, well, uh, this has been nice. Yeah. I'm going to go back home to my wife now. It's kind of just a nice uh, strategic conversation. Do you want me to get into the crazy fucked up shit I've been up to? No. Okay. Well, just so you know, I am masquerading as a a vigilante dressed as a bat. But okay, (laughs) see you later. See you later, Rupert. Hey. Oh, hey, Tony. You don't seem happy to see me. No, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. What? Just early in the morning, you know, to deal with all you. Oh, I haven't slept. All you. I don't know what time it is. Characters. 
I don't know what time it is. What time is it? <laughs> it's uh, 10 a.m. Holy crap. I thought it was 11 p.m. Actually, I think we got to get wrapping this up, Tony. Yeah, I think we do. I got to get going. <laughs> All right. See you later, Tony. <laughs> oh, Joel. Yes. Good nap. I feel energized, ready for, for a, a full day at work, a St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, and a happy St. Patty's Day to you, too. Remember when I was first on, uh, the first few times I was on Spooked, every time I was on your other podcast, for the people listening, I would make disparaging remarks against the Irish? (laughs) That was pretty offensive, yeah. I mean, I have Irish heritage, so it's okay. I don't think you do. I do. Not like James and I. Oh, no. No, my parents aren't immigrants. Are your parents immigrants from Ireland? No. Oh, so you're not quite like James either. I want to be like James, though. <laughs> Don't say that too loud or he'll... Up here. Up here, yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, what are your predictions for next week? Well, we got... Uh, okay, we'll do predictions and then pop of the week. You're just going to say Jonathan. No, I'm not. <laughs> but, I mean... He had a good look. He did have a really good look. I loved when he was like, I'm just going to go up to these ladies and just tell them that, that I'm never going to vote for them. And you see him go up to Mary and I'm like, I'm not going to vote for you. I, I, there's no way I'm going to vote for you. <laughs> Justifiably, but, I could say pop of the week is Jonathan. But it's also like he's saying that about Mariah and Marianne. We only see him say it to Marianne. And the reason he's saying it is it's so they don't use the shot in the dark. And then Mariah used the shot in, her shot in the dark <laughs> anyway. So it's like, I don't know if he said it to Mariah because he said, <laughs> but to, but he said he was going to. That's that was the strategy to to because they weren't sure about Mariah Marianne, so he was saying, "I'll never vote for you to either of them," so they don't play their shot in the dark. Right. Um. But I would say, okay, let's do pop of the week. I'm going to say it's Jonathan. I would say the pop, like most screen time, like biggest look of the night. I would say is no question, Marianne. You're right. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Marianne was a good one. We, we got to say different people, though. Yes. And I really like Jonathan. Also, you could say Mike with losing the idols. <laughs> it, the was <laughs> it was very funny. It was very funny. I, I want Mike to stay on screen so he can keep doing shit like that. So my honest top three would probably be Marianne, Mike, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. That would be your same? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but predictions for next week. Who's uh, going uh, to... Also, high's looking good, but it wasn't a big pop. It was just a good... Yeah, it was just a thing. Yeah. It's... Um, I, so... I, I, my early kind of like who's getting the winner in it right now, I would say is high. I would say so too. Yeah. Now, predictions for next week. Mm-hmm. Who's going to tribal council? I think Ika's going back to tribal council. Mm-hmm. I think Swathia Rotsroy. Yeah, I'm thinking Ika and Roxroy is going mm-hmm. as well. Um, I mean, usually the edit tries to twist you, but the edit wasn't really telling us who goes to tribal. It just seemed like Roxroy was drowning. Yeah, well, we'll see. And maybe he's drowning in votes against him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm thinking that Roxroy blows another challenge. Oh, I wanted to point this out. Um, last week we see uh, Zach... Un- unravel his shot in the dark and say it's not safe. But this week, Jeff did it. Jeff did it. I think that that's the more television moment thing. That was a good call of them. But well, it was, it was funny that they did it in between tribal councils. They decided to change the whole thing. Well, they didn't do it enough in season forty-one to uh, no. make a decision. But I, I, I think I, I, and I noticed this last week that that. That uh, Sydney was much better at showing the camera not safe, and then making a face when she said not safe. I you see it, uh, you still see it. Gift that gif of her going like oh, not safe, like cringing. Right. Where last week Zach just opens it, goes not safe, and then tosses it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Litters. Yeah, he littered literally, literally. <laughs> so there's our predictions. Rocks Roy. Uh, I guess go with Swathy just to. Have it different, but we're both saying Ika goes to tribal yeah. council regardless. Okay, um, and 
Yeah, so that that's uh, where the two of us are at. Mm-hmm. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Tell your friends about this podcast if they are also uh, into Survivor or getting into Survivor. Uh, we're a fun and loose uh, podcast that likes to joke and talk our way through some the fun moments and the strategic moments of each episode. Yeah, and we we release immediately after the episodes, or try to a little bit uh, after here today. Yeah, but if, if for uh, the most part, life gets in the way. Yeah, which it was. It wasn't as much as life getting in the way this week as life kicking us both in the heads repeatedly. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't awful, but you know, we did it. It could have been worse. I know. I got to see you, Joel, mm-hmm. two days in a row. Mm-hmm. So isn't that nice? Mm -hmm. All right. See ya.